0: You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent, episode number 81.
1: Welcome to the Longer
0: Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time listening, welcome. Thanks for checking out the show. If you're a returning listener, part of the Longer haul community, maybe even a part of the super secret podcast group, thanks for coming on back. Show notes today will be at longerhaulcom slash episode 081. And uh, we'll probably have a few links on there today. So yeah, I'm thinking you, so. uh, yeah. There'll be a few. But make sure you subscribe to the show so you get it every time it comes out. Like, wherever you find and listen to podcasts, be it iTunes or your favorite podcast player, or maybe you're listening on longerhaulcom I don't know.
1: Somewhere, anyway. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. So, hey, he is uh, the incredibly amazing radio-sounding voice on the other side there. That's Jody. <laughs> sure, that's Jody Livingston. He's a youth pastor out in California. I'm Chris Trent. I'm a youth pastor in Georgia, and uh, we're just a couple guys that uh, both believe in youth ministry for the long haul. And we appreciate you coming and and joining us. Uh, when we're not doing podcasts, we're hanging out with teenagers and speaking of out. Teacher, I had one up at the office just a little bit ago, and we think we're going to put a dartboard uh, in one of our offices because we we just want to play some darts in there. You have a, you play darts, Jody? Uh, no. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I did have, yeah, but
1: I'm thinking about either. I think we about to do it like in our middle school room, just get a bunch of dartboards. What could go wrong? For real, like yeah. darts and middle schoolers. Sounds great. Sounds like amazing team building exercise. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very old and dated when I say darts. I know that's not very, you know, cool or whatever. When you
0: say darts, I think of this place when I was growing up, it was like this, uh, a place called poor Richard's deli. Yeah. In East Tennessee.
1: People played darts uh, there.
0: You played darts there and they had amazing sandwiches.
1: I'm saying, but it was like, it wasn't,
0: it was like this backwoods kind of not what you think of when
1: I say deli. Um, near college campus. Well, I can unpack my whole entry level here into darts in these recent months, but we won't do that right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but all I know is I'm getting to play with my son and a bunch of his buddies and we're all kind of digging it and it's it works for whatever reason. It's kind of lame, I guess, but we're having a good time. But we do think we're going to put one in our student ministry office because it'll be something to do every once in a while. And I think the dentist next door, I think we're going to put it on that wall that matches there so they'll hear thud. Dr. Hurt thud yeah, it is dr hurt how do you remember that
0: <laughs> how do you not remember that i
1: know uh thud. what
0: kind of dentist dr hurt thud. i think you have to be a dentist thud. what do you can do with your life <laughs> well, i have to be a dentist my, name, my last name's hurt
1: yeah i know anyway so um uh you know what's funny is her main name was dr Payne. i'm You're kidding lying. it's not as a uh, uh, bump <laughs> you should have a little you. sound effect for that um so anyway hey yeah Uh, but we love kids man so how are you you good so we just hung out in. uh so jody and i we just hung out in person together we we never see each other live anymore we rarely Mm -hmm. saw each other when you lived in georgia um unless we were meeting up at chewy's um Uh, uh, i went recently bro so good i've just stopped sending videos i guess often um (laughs) and uh (laughs) <laughs> True. Uh, but we hung out in Chattanooga, Tennessee over this weekend, this past weekend, had an amazing time up at uh, what they call the Southeast Conclave. It is a, it's been going on for a whole lot of years, but it's basically a, it's kind of a baptist kind of thing. It is a baptist kind of thing. Um, a whole bunch of youth pastors, mostly from the South, these the five or six states get together and they, come together and they host this youth ministry convention so think of like a smaller scale version of like youth specialties or like simply youth ministry some of those type things um although i say smaller scale only in the sense that there, there's maybe a few less people there uh, yeah. but from a quality standpoint it's it's really really good yeah, it's so uh, right. it's good stuff so yeah, we've been uh been hanging out there, man. So it was good to see you, live and in person. Um, you barely Thanks. made it uh to oh gosh, to the to the conference, man. if I'm not mistaken. Though is that is that true? Yeah, there and back. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was. I didn't. Even, I did talk to you about that on the way back yet. Was it bad too? <laughs> it was funny, man. So
0: we landed. You know, we flew in. I brought my junior high guy. Uh, and with me.
1: so. That oh, don't you sound like such a big time youth pastor now? No, no, no. You no, just no, use no. the words my junior high guy. Like somehow he's like. He's
0: not mine. I mean, like here with me, I could have said like my children's guy, but I don't like Yep. It's just You're the one step
1: the away church, from that. being a pastor, is what you oh, are, Jody. Anyway, well, one go day, ahead. One day I'll be a real pastor.
0: Anyway, so that was fun to kind of hang out with him, especially kind of being new here. And for us, so we get to the airport. He's no, cool,
1: no, by no, the way. I love Reggie. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, but if he does, he what up, Reggie? Yeah. Jesus. I loved him.
0: He's great, and uh, so we get to the airport, and no one came to get us. So, <laughs> so, so, so we're like, "That's okay. It's not far. We'll just take an Uber." From the if airport.
1: only you had a guy there at the conference that you do a podcast with, that would have yeah. led you enough to come or get you.
0: People who asked me to come teach for them. Yeah. So, um, so we we you know we grab our bags and we step out, and there's a few Ubers lined up already, and we're, we're waiting on hours, and they're. Bleep, these are pretty nice, you know? And, uh, so those pull away and we're waiting and we're waiting. And then ours comes up and it's like this super sketchy minivan. And, uh, so the, the lady, this, the Uber driver gets out. She's, she's, she's a little scary. And, uh, she opens the back and there's like all this stuff in the back of the van. She's like, you can just throw your bags on top of all that. <laughs> and, I'm, and Reggie, you know, right now, it's <laughs> like,
1: where welcome to the me? south there
2: Reggie yeah,
0: this is not a California Uber and uh, so yeah so it, it was quite the adventure she's she's trying to tell us all these things about Chattanooga which you know I had mentioned a few times like we used to come a lot I actually grew up not too far from here I worked in Atlanta like she was determined to give me the the details that I already knew and you know and her driving was pretty scary too there's only a couple but I'm used to that now. I've been here in California long enough to, yeah. So it was like we, we got out and we got into the hotel and Reggie's like, dude, what was that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Uh, yeah. On the way back, I, my last see my last breakout was at nine forty five. Yeah, I ended at nine forty five, and, and then my
1: wow, I, didn't, I didn't get to say bye to you, dude. You were just gone. Well, because my
0: flight was at eleven. Yeah, and uh, you know Chattanooga airport's not that big, so we made it fine there. We had a connection in Charlotte. We get to Charlotte for the kid. It was like a three hour layover. And uh we get went and grabbed something to eat, come back, we're sitting at the gate, and they're you know, kind of getting ready to board, and then they come across and tell us there's a mechanical issue in the plane that the maintenance folks are taking care of it. They'll update us as we go. And then they they keep announcing still working on it, still working on it. And then finally the guy comes across and he goes, Um, this is the exact words, okay this plane is no good oh <laughs> no really good. he did not <laughs> yes he did i promise you this plane is no good we're I'm looking not, for i'd a never plane. fly again
1: i would be <laughs> done he
0: said he said no no it gets better we're looking for a plane that is good and when we find one we will let you know and uh so eventually wow they said you're going to a different gate and we went to a plane apparently that was good and uh and flew back but
1: yeah, it was, it was. I don't great. think I could have flown. I think I'd be done. I recently watched. I know it's old. It's been around a little bit, but I recently watched Sully with Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah. it was on like TBS or something, you know. And such a good and movie. Uh, and it was great. But the whole time I'm like, yeah, I don't want to fly anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, because the odds yeah. of me landing on the Hudson ain't good. Um, we
0: were we were leaving. We were taking some high school students down to El Salvador one year, and it was like the first year actually. The first year we went. Okay, so we get every. We're on the plane. And we're sitting on the plane they close the door and then they, they come up. We're just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Finally, the pilot comes across and he says, you know, there's an issue with one of the generators. We need this many generators to fly. We're one short. So they're working on repairing that. As soon as that's done, we'll be on our way. We're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. So finally he's like, can't get it done. We're going to have to pull back up to the gate and we've got vouchers for you for meals, which by the way, didn't cover all the meal. And then, um, So we get off the plane, we, we, you know, deep, deep plane or whatever. And we get on the next flight, the next, like the the replacement plane, he starts backing away and the power goes out on the plane. Like everything just goes dark except for the aisle that does illuminate, by the way, when the power goes out and we're like, oh my gosh, what does he do? He starts the plane back up, backs out and we take off. And so for like the next three hours, I'm like, okay, the first plane we couldn't take because the generator didn't work. But it seemed to be running fine. This plane died when we were leaving, but it was okay to fly. It was
1: super sketch. Well, but we made it. We made it. <laughs> and and the fact that you're on a mission trip should make you nervous. Because I, I, I was on a mission okay. trip, same way, to Africa with all of our student ministry staff. And some of the wives went, you know, some of the spouses went as well. And... At one moment I just I was kind of up in front of a bunch of them and I, I I sit up in my chair and I turned around and I was like, You guys do realize this is a revival waiting to happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> like what pastor couldn't stand up at any of our funerals and talk about how much we love Jesus so much or how we love Jesus so much that we were going to Africa on a mission trip to tell brothers about him and not get it in, given an invitation and tons of people come to Christ, right? So that's right. You should be nervous anyway. Well, we're way off the beaten path. Side note: If you're listening yeah. up to this point All and you're sitting conclave. here going, "Are you guys going to get to the what the episode's about?" Well, this one's going to be a little bit different. A little bit of fluff on the front end, and we've got a shorter interview on the back end coming with a guy named Seth. We'll tell you about that in a minute. But a little bit more about Conclave, though, because it was such a great weekend for us, right? So, That's now great. you. Sp- uh, so well, let's talk about this first. So w- the first thing was really cool. We appreciated the opportunity so much because um, they allowed us to do side stage interviews, what they call yep. them in the exhibit hall. And we had like a little area there. And we ended up and we're going to be rolling these out in the weeks to come. But we ended up getting like five really solid interviews. And folks would come. And, you know, at first people weren't really watching that much. We didn't have the setup quite right. Next year, if we get to do it, we'll do it differently. But we ended up getting really good interviews with folks.
0: Yeah, they were good. They were. Uh, they were they were short, right? Because it was like fifteen
1: minutes. Yeah, well, it had to be fifteen minutes because it was in the exhibit hall.
0: Fifteen and fifteen. Yeah. but but they were uh, but they were great, and this one today is awesome. super awesome.
1: And then we also, we were busy. We also, um, okay. you taught one breakout. I taught two different breakouts. And what was, your breakout was on longevity.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. So, that, apparently, that's the only thing I can talk about.
1: Yep. Well, I popped in and watched uh, watched the three minutes I was in there. You were killing it. So, good job.
0: No, I was good. The, you know, the problem was my, that breakout was the very last of Saturday morning. Yeah. And we had been talking all weekend. Oh, right? yeah, totally. And so, by the time I got to Saturday, man, my voice Oh,
1: my voice is still dead. shot from the weekend.
0: I was I was living on throat coat.
1: Yeah. Seriously. Which
0: is not an official sponsor of this podcast.
1: Should be. should be. Um, yeah, so that was good. I did a lunch and learn for new folks where I basically did a talk from the book. My uh consider this a youth pastor's guide to longevity. And So I did that. And um, then I did another one, right? I was back to back. Um, Then I did actually a talk from the new book that's coming out sometime over the summer, probably. um, What a youth pastor (laughs) needs from a youth worker. Don't laugh at me, Jody. (laughs) Listen, don't. You've not felt my pain yet, so um, <laughs> uh, no, no. So anyway, um, so yeah. It, but it, man, I love that that setting where you get to hang out with people and have conversations and talk life. And sometimes it's life. Sometimes it's ministry. Sometimes oh, it's great. nuts and bolts. Sometimes it's man. I'm just going through this personally. For me personally, though, it's also it, it's not just i do I do find myself doing a whole lot more giving in these you know these moments now where it's more like I'm just trying to minister to people to hang out with people and encourage and all that and but i also i always come away um with something you know and I had a couple of yeah. conversations um with some folks with the things I'm going through as a student pastor that were very timely and very good for me to hear and be reminded of and the lunches and dinners I had with different folks were were just just point. I mean, they were just they were they were great. So it's um, huge. So
0: no, it was good, and I think it's always encouraging just to be around other youth, youth pastors, and youth workers, and kind of all we're all in it together, you know, with the same goal. And um, you know, it's it's I'm with you. I, a lot of conversations throughout the weekend of just asking, you know, helping walk folks walk through things, and and receiving kind of that on the other end as well for for stuff and. Um, I think especially because, you know, for you, if you've been listening to the podcast, we, uh, we've talked through kind of my whole journey to get here to California. And I think in light of that, there were a lot of folks that had kind of listened in on that and heard that and were asking.
1: Yeah. uh, And shout out, by the way, to all the folks that were at Conclave to listen, man, it was so encouraging to see y'all. So many. You guys were super encouraging to us. Thank you for that so that was huge we also for the first time they asked us to do like a a welcome type thing we did to do a main stage moment uh together and then you'd already gone or we would have done another one but i did the second one by myself but um but it was super cool just to get to kind of go up in front of everybody and um you know tough crowd in the one we did but <laughs> oh, it was early morning it nobody was, and was like either. yeah we're not going to laugh there big guys but um no,
0: you guys you're not funny yeah
1: so but it was fun yeah. it was good man
0: it's, it's cuz of chewbacca
1: i you know out of all that i would just say you know listeners just here's what i would say whether it's a smaller version of like a training moment or a bigger conference type moment and even if you couldn't do it every year Finding something wherever you are, um, even to our Australian friends that are listening now, hey, shout out, yeah. what up? They just joined the podcast group, a couple of Australian people, it's awesome.
0: Um, that's been happening, and that we just you just discovered, this. yeah,
1: that sure. you just realized that, yeah, sure. Uh, but but finding some type of moment where you can get around other youth pastors, um, and, and it could even be a lot smaller, like you know, I know of some folks even in Atlanta that they meet once a month for a training moment you know together yeah. and yeah whatever that looks like though just getting together it just really makes a difference it's just no, good agree. you know so it's just encouraging yeah um i was super encouraged by the ym360 folks by the way they were there Always. and they're yep. they're one of our sponsors they they help make this thing happen it was especially cool to get to see Jake, who is really kind of our point person, um, who really digs in and helps us, you know, connect mm-hmm. all the dots on this thing. But um, and they were just killing it again. Just love it. They had a big old booth area and they were just hanging out with youth pastors, encouraging youth pastors and obviously making all of the things they do known, you know, as far as the camp sure. and the, the resources and the DNow resources and all of those things. But, uh, but if you need, if you need something, man, for real, we do believe in those guys. They were super encouraged. Matter of fact, I mentioned earlier, one of the conversations I had was with one of the uh, co-founder guys, uh, Les, who really spent some time with me processing. He and I walked, uh, Wendy and Les and I walked to, uh, to the diner, um, together. Did you go to the diner while you were there? Wait, you were there. You ate with us. What am I we're talking about? Yeah. So but I talked with Les for a little. We met you there. You the you went ahead. Paper. Yeah, I remember that. Um, you were ahead of us. You went ahead and got the seat, but we ended up walking with Les. I don't even know if you knew that or not. And the whole time he was just pouring into me, talking about how he builds team and culture, because he helps lead mm-hmm. that at YM360, which is something that's heavy on me right now, or in a good way, but it's something yeah. that's weighing on me right now. And so should have him on to talk about that. Dude, wouldn't that be great? We should have him on to talk about great. that. Yep. We should have him on to talk about yep. that. Because e- it applies even if you're not in a – here's where it applies. Even if you're not doing um, – like say you're not – say you're just the person by yourself or whatever. That's I get that, that a lot of folks aren't necessarily blessed to be on a team with other youth pastory people, right? Um, but it, even with volunteers, you have to build a culture. Yeah.
0: Sure, you still have you still have a team. You still have a it team. Is, it's just gonna you like should so You should. You should. We've talked about that enough. If you've listened long enough, yeah. Hopefully. You-
1: so so anyway, shout out to those guys. And today though, awesome. here's what's really cool. We also we mentioned YM 360 but we also have someone Wait. else we want to mention today we for the tell first them time. About
0: the promo code.
1: Oh, the they promo code. Mention good. it. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So go to YM 360 Use the promo code Longer Hall.
1: Longer Hall. You see, yes. You
0: can. Yeah. Not the Longer Hall. Not the Longer. Hall. Yeah. Longer just, Hall. Just Longer Hall. And you'll save twenty percent on stuff. yeah for stuff. real.
1: And seriously, thank y'all for doing that. The folks that have done that because that helped YM three hundred and sixty decide to continue to sponsor us, and they're they're going to you know, and that's why the partnership is staying there. So that's good. Yeah, because we y'all.
0: show them, we we say no people really listen.
1: I mean, all twelve of them, yeah, faithfully. Yeah, listen. whatever. Okay, so okay, um, but then also we have now, and it's kind of like a sponsor, but it's also really just some folks that believe in us and have just blessed us with a gift saying, hey, we support you, right? Yep. And helping us to pull this thing off financially so it's not all out of our pocket, right? So we want to give it. and a matter of fact, it's tied to Conclave a little bit in the sense that they help do Conclave. And that's the student ministry folk at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Now that's a mouthful, right? I know, I, yeah, <laughs> granted, mouthful, sure. and they know this. But long story short, if you're not a Baptist guy, person, gal, long story short, and like this, you know, there's, There's a Georgia Baptist, what used to be a Georgia Baptist convention, now they call themselves the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Great people that are all about resourcing the church, the local church, right? So that said, there's a student ministry portion of that. Ricky Smith, Mike Ricks, and a bunch of those folks are super supportive of what we're doing. But um, they're there for you. And they believe in youth pastors so much. They were kind of like, "Hey, here, here. We're just gonna, we're gonna help you pay for this thing financially, so that you guys can just continue, can continue to equip youth pastors, no strings attached."
0: Yeah. So, and I would just say too, like, and they were really clear about this. This isn't a Baptist thing in that regard. Not at all. Want to help, and they have a ton of resources that I would steer anybody to, regardless of whether you fall in line, you know, denominationally in line with that or not. Like
1: they're doing they're doing some really really good stuff. Great stuff there. Do me a favor, check out studentministrynetwork.com. And if even if you just wanted to drop them a line and say thanks for supporting the longer hall podcast, that'd mean a lot to us. It'd like, mean a lot to us. Yep. yeah. But you don't have to great, but it but they do they've got some podcasts on there, they've got a blog, they've got some great articles, they've got some posts. Just some things that'll help you out, and um, they really are a group of folks that would be willing to help you out, even if you're not Georgia and even if you're not Baptist. Yep, they do have sure. they do have some conferency things. They've got like camp, that's great as well. Um, just so check it out. Good stuff. Studentministrynetwork dot will take you to kind of their landing page for all of those things.
0: Indeed. Well should we get into here with uh our conversation with Seth yes
1: I listen so let me go ahead I was
0: gonna say let me let me say this so just just if you're listening just so you know as we are gonna roll these out like Chris said but we were recording these kind of in the expo hall so you're gonna hear kind of all of that in the background um as we're talking which is kind of cool
1: you're like, so, you Joe, you're it, such it. an audio junkie you're so which i bothers me. I love because our our podcast does sound good I think but that said do you <laughs> I think people will be okay. It's recorded in I a big old like room that. with a bunch of Give people everywhere, up. man. It's going to be loud. God, just giving them a heads it's up, no guys. different than the sound effects that I often add with my phones ringing or used to be my ring doorbell the doorbell. You still have that thing. I got it all figured. I'm muting it now, dude. Uh, oh, yeah, I got that thing. And, uh, it's just part of the deal, man. It's, we're keeping it real cool. today's right, well, interview. Seth, Seth. Oh my gosh. Seth Buckley. Amazing. He's a youth pastor up in South Carolina and he's older than he's older than I am, which makes him getting on up there. Um, he's probably got maybe seven, eight years on me, um, and I'm talking about. Did you, he's just one of those guys when you just sit down with him? Yeah, he just oozes wisdom and encouragement. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. just like, dang, bro. He's an Alabama fan, which is. Uh, hey, listen to this. I, I, he didn't even mention this. Why is he really
0: from South Carolina and being an Alabama fan.
1: He played his his first year was Bear Bryant's coach. Bear Bryant's last year, he paid. He played. He played for Bear Bryant. Coach Bear Bryant. Well, good for him. That, okay, come on now. You know that's awesome. Yeah, I don't really care. Yeah. We, <laughs> Literally every Alabama anyway, fan or college like football guy. fan just realized how little you know about that. So that's oh, Coach a lot Bear about that. but I'm,
0: I grew up in Tennessee, man. I'm not, I don't. Oh, that's what that's uh, about. We kicked your butt a lot. So anyway, so Seth dropped some crazy wisdom. Oh, uh, we're so hoping good. we're going to have him back on later for a longer uh, interview and episode. But I think you'll really enjoy uh, this little short snippet today because, man, he dropped some serious wisdom. Particularly when it comes to this idea of balance,
1: right? Yes. I mean, so, I mean, so when you I mean, get to that. the point in the show when he is talking about, you'll hear him talk about being in a military town. Yeah, I don't don't give it away. I'm not going to give it away. Good. I'm not going to give it away. But when you still hear him start talking about the way families treat their, either their, their the mom or the dad, you need to yeah. rewind and listen to that a couple times. It yeah. is... Yeah, I mean, you your and I were sitting Wendy, there going. Your
0: wife Wendy was literally standing up there listening, like in tears. Yes, it was she,
1: no joke. Like, legitimately, she was in tears. But uh, she I also does. She also like cries two point five hard cries every episode of This Is Us. So you know, she cries easy. So I'm just saying. But she's awesome like that. It's because she has such but a. Sweet, does, she just Literally not literally looked at my house, and she just awesome. glared at me from upstairs. It's because she has such a sweet spirit about yeah, she her amazing. she's just so sweet i
0: mean she look she's putting up with you yeah she, i would cry too I if shut i had to put up with you every day all day i'd cry at
1: everything yeah but in all seriousness man it was good it's good it's worthless it's really to. good so enough of us man we'll, that's our intro yeah, we'll jump in here We're about a 15 minute deal out. so uh
0: good times it's good yeah enjoy this here we go
2: Pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Man, Seth has been doing this a while. So what's up, man? How you doing? You good? Great. Just glad to be with you guys, man. This is a lot of fun. Awesome. Great. Okay. So uh, Seth, do this
1: right here. So tell us... Um, how you got started in youth ministry, maybe a little bit of history. I don't know maybe you were in a youth ministry as a kid. I don't know. Right. But uh, give us a little kind of quick history well, there.
2: Well, I, I grew up in a, in a Christian home. My dad was a minister, so ministry was kind of part of the DNA, I guess. And uh, so my freshman year of college, I started as a part-time youth minister. And, uh, and so really kind of fast forward through the college years, uh, went straight out of college into full-time youth ministry. And uh, so that started in the fall of 1982. So wow. you, know, you do the do the math. and I've <laughs> It's been
1: rare it. that I get to pull this card right here, Jody. I was 12 years old. <laughs> you could have been my youth pastor. That is so that's scary. <laughs> that is <laughs> that's scary.
0: Seth, fun fact, Chris could have been my youth pastor.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's okay, actually so true. The circle's complete now. <laughs> the circle's complete. The circle's <laughs>
2: complete. <laughs> it's awesome. So, uh, you know, it's... It, Thirty-seven years in youth ministry, four years part-time, but then full-time the other thirty-some odd. And uh, I've been, you know, just a few churches too, because I feel like when you go somewhere to to serve, you need to need to plant your feet and stay there a while. And uh, so, I've only been in three churches all these uh, years. So this yeah.
1: Why the heck are you still doing youth ministry, Seth? Let's get real for a second. Like, what's up with it? I mean, you've been doing this a while. You've been doing this a while. I just can't
2: find another job, man. <laughs> <laughs> you aged out. aged out anymore. No, I, you know, I think I think there comes a point in youth ministry where you figure out that, um, you know, you, you learn the art of delegation and and really involving and equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Ephesians four eleven and twelve. Yep. And and that's really one of the things that's so important. If you want to stay in youth ministry a long time, you better figure that out early, hmm. or you won't last because as your ministry grows you can't do it you've got to multiply by involving other people and and so i've loved the journey of developing leaders and uh discipling youth workers and parents along the way because i think youth ministries in a three threefold component you know youth youth workers and parents and the older i've gone grown i'm spending more of my time with leaders and parents and equipping those leaders to take time out with the kids and you know, I can't I can't play paintball like I used to. Yeah, I still, yeah. I still like to go at it. You know what I'm saying? Are, are you a little bit tar- bigger target than you a used little to be? Bigger target, <laughs> a little slower moving target. Okay, but you know, I've got I've got volunteers and, and staff members that are that are that are more engaged like that, and that's cool. I, I'm totally I'm totally cool with that, and so I love seeing that journey come full circle.
1: Man, that's good. That's good.
0: So, um, t- tell us a little. You've you've been doing this a long time. You've seen some longevity at even individual churches and ministries. Like tell us some of the benefits you've seen flush out from that versus maybe that maybe maybe even some that you wouldn't have expected.
2: Well, you know, one of the things that I think is critically important that every youth minister recognizes is that you're really not going to gain the trust of the people that you're serving until you're in 3 to 4 years. Yeah. Uh and, and you know, there's a lot of turnover that happens after year two because a lot of the guys or gals feel like they just don't have the trust of the people. Well you gotta you gotta invest. Yeah. And so staying where you are and, and trusting the process of investing in people and when that trust emerges then you begin to see the fruit of it and it's just it's worth staying. So how long
0: have you been at the church you're at now?
2: Okay, I'm in my twenty third year at first Baptist Spartanburg.
0: So did you approach it differently? Coming into this position, yep. if you can remember back that far.
2: <laughs> Jody,
1: it's no. our guest, man.
2: Stop it. You no, I'm being
0: serious. <laughs> like,
2: I, I, don't know. I know the beard's gray, too. So I know it, it,
0: but. I'm just saying that's a long time in one spot. So when you came in and establishing a new presence in a ministry that you've seen...
2: All right. Fair question. You know, My, my first, first tenure was like seven years.
0: Yeah, and, which and is still like...
2: That, yeah, so I was like, man, I was fully engaged and and I was doing everything I felt like I was I'm not saying I was the lone ranger because I was being tutored by Richard Ross even then and learning about youth workers but when I went to the the next place uh I was there over five years and I began to see the the value of investing in parents and workers and so when I came to Spartanburg I pretty much had a template like okay this is how I'm going to initiate this ministry we're going full bore into thirds youth youth workers and parents yeah, and so we hit the ground running, and you know, over time, parents have begun to look at me differently because I'm now a peer, mm-hmm. in some ways, because I've oh, you know good. raised four boys, and uh, and that makes a big difference. Was that a culture shift
0: for them? And in, in you're talking about going into those thirds from what they had done in the past?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think and. Uh, and you know every youth minister is different in how they approach things. I think some have a their wheelhouse may be the big programs on Wednesday night. Some may be on other things. My, my wheelhouse is the discipleship model, and so I like equipping a lot of leaders to have home groups. Yeah, and uh, and that was a different concept. They had not they had not had that before, and uh, and so we still do the Wednesday night deal, and 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 put a lot of effort in that. But we put all I mean, if you had to say one, we're laser focused on. It's investing in leaders to do the small group experience. Okay.
0: I have a question later, I'll ask you. About Good.
2: That. Uh, so,
1: coming into this, I just, knowing that you've done this for a long time, and, you know, Jody and I doing the longer haul podcast, obviously, this is something we're real passionate about in terms of staying in youth ministry for the long term, both in your current situation and long term as a career, right? So, that said, you obviously, you're a model of that. So, what I asked you coming into it was, I just said, hey, can you just jot down kind of just real quick for yourself? What are some of the keys you've learned that you feel like has helped you to be successful in continuing to do this? Yep. So, and you jotted down, I think, a few ideas. I'm wondering if you'd share this with us.
2: Yeah. And, you know, at first glance, somebody, if they were to see the list, they're going to go, okay, that really is not rocket science. None of this is going to be, let's just call us like, none of this is going to be rocket science. It's not, but it's things we, sometimes we don't do. We forget. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah, absolutely. The very first thing is your personal spiritual journey with the Lord has got to be fresh. Okay. Because you're going to have desert moments in ministry, and and you've got to have that connection with the Lord. Uh, It's got to be something fresh that you're constantly striving to renew. What are are you doing these days? Anything practical you're doing these days? Because most people kind of go, they, they do different things over the years. You know, they go, you, you know, anything that you're using right well, now that's really I, I, good for you? I am re- currently revisiting Henry Blackaby's Day by Day devotional. Sweet. I did it probably eight years ago and have not done it. And so this year I've kind of started back with good. that. And it's a fresh, uh, for me, it's just been a great journey because my number three son is doing the same one. Ah, uh, totally And it's kind of something that's cool nice. to do, do together. Come on now. Come on now. Well and yep. which leads me to the second thing is uh, in ministry, your family needs to be your highest priority o- outside of your faith in the Lord your family has to take a higher priority than church uh, and so that sounds crazy to some people they are like oh that's not biblical I'm like, i 'm like actually it is yeah you know so so family i'm going to wheel through these and then we can come back and revisit um, understand the mandate of delegation in ephesians four eleven and twelve that 's a mandate that's not a Uh, That's not an option. You've got to learn to delegate and and equip the saints for the work of ministry. Uh, Remember that there is one senior pastor in the church, and it's not you. Oh snap! (laughs) Uh, Oh snap! And and that's a you know that's tough to swallow because now your church right now you've had the same pastor the whole time, right? Time the whole whole time, time, twenty three years. Here's the deal: Uh, most youth ministers have ego problems.
1: I, I, I will not sit here, Seth Buckley, and let you speak truth to all of us <laughs> like that right and now. Here's the deal. This is conclave, man. We're supposed to be
2: encouraging. Most senior pastors have ego problems. True.
1: Okay. Yes. But
2: every those, I was about says, to say, amen, amen. But, so when you put those two in a room, okay, you're going to yield, but when you're outside of that room, that youth pastor better still understand he's right? still the senior right? pastor. And yeah. so the loyalty issue leads to longevity because my pastor mm. knows that I'm loyal to him That's good. no matter where I am. Come on. And, uh, and that, so anyway. Um, which, I mean, helps you, which helps you experience longevity there in a, in a significant way because of the fact that <laughs> he's got your back. No doubt. Because he knows you have his back. I could, give you, like so, yeah. I could give you countless illustrations where my pastor has literally taken bullets for me and never blinked an eye. Boom. Come so uh, I love my pastor. He's, he's something. He's a, he's a dear friend. So uh, and, the, and one of the last ones here is understand that your effectiveness of your ministry is not dependent on your cool points. Okay? Praise God. Um, it's the calling of God on your life. Yes. And how you flesh that out and live that out within the body. I think a lot of guys, we feel like, you know, they see somebody with the hair or the pants or the shirt or whatever. Not I'm mean. like, gosh, I'm not hip. I ain't got Dude. no hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> a touchy subject. I, I, you know. Don't but, touch but, it, please. But, <laughs> it's
1: not worth touching. Know.
2: <laughs> but, you know, you you can't dress cool enough to win the kids over. God's calling on your life is the anointing and the power through which God uses to speak to kids. I mean, some of the some some of the some guys that students listen to or gals listen to, if you were to measure up the cool points, they're not there. But students gravitate to them because they're authentic, they're real, they're transparent, and they want what's best for the kids and the kingdom work. So, uh, anyway, that's that's kind of a few. Yeah, you probably could flesh out a few more, but those are some of the biggies. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the one you
1: talk about family. Um, and, and, and here's the deal. I follow you on the Instagram, the old Instagram. You know I'm old because I call oh, yeah. it oh, the yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's content. the deal. Thank you. Uh, you live out what you preach whenever you're coming, when it comes to your family, man, because all I see is pictures of you and your boys. And I know that your boys mean the world to you, man. I,
2: I'll be honest with you. I can't talk a long time because the tears will start flowing. But Because of the love you have for your My sons. bride and my boys are the world to me. Balance man. that out for me, though, because there are days
1: where you did not get to be home yeah. because of church. And what? it doesn't, that doesn't, because I, I think I know you well enough to know you're not saying that you don't do your job. Because sometimes your job is going to cost you time with your family, right? And I think this is
0: important because we've had this conversation a few times where you, I hear a lot of youth pastors talk about, "Oh, balancing family and ministry," or, "You know, I'm not going to put my family on the altar." And what it ends up being is them kind of not doing their job, right? Because and using the family almost as kind of the the reason. So well, how does that
2: how does that flush yeah, out? Yeah, you? you know, one of the, th- this may. Be- for some people may take this in the wrong way and I hopefully take it the right way, but we have a lot of folks in our church that are military families. And so when the soldiers uh, go off to serve our country, there's uh, they're absent from the family, but there's a spirit of pride uh, in the family, knowing that th- their mom or dad is serving our nation. Yeah. And so uh, using that analogy Mm. Uh, my children that's many good. times know that I'm not there, but they know that I'm doing battle for the King, and and so man, they're like, no, Daddy's not here this week because he's on a mission trip, and they're praying for me every night. Yeah, you know, and I get to call them every night, and man, that's a there's no greater honor than to serve our King, and for my kids to know that they're they're kind of sent their dad off to do yeah that work. So it's all on how you approach it. It's on how you approach it. My goodness, I wish we had a
1: lot more time But we're keeping this at 15 minutes So we're going cut it, to cut it, cut it down here Anything else, last things here?
0: No, I, man, I think it's great I, And I, I hope folks hear what you're saying And Because what I hear is like, humi- Lead with humility Yeah, exactly uh, First, be dedicated to the calling Both as a husband, as a father And as a youth pastor And just love on and chase after students I And mean, that's pretty simple so, yeah, man,
1: that's awesome. Seth, we can't thank you enough for coming hanging thanks, out with us for a minute. Y'all and doing. listen, man, uh, you, you can rest assured we're going to get you back for a longer episode on the longer haul. So, this is this yeah, is, sure. <laughs> this, is a, uh, this is a quick one we're doing here for Conclave, and this is an awesome did, conference. As a matter of fact, they're starting to talk over <laughs> us. So, uh, thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> you. Thanks, Chris. Yep. Thanks, Jody. Seated. Thanks. Well, so there you go. Was that good? That was good. It was amazing. <sighs> you were right. Seth, I mean, I knew you were right because I was there. You were there. Great guy good great guy so uh so yeah thank y'all for listening to that man and and again we're gonna try to have him back on or dig into some stuff i think he's one of these guys i've thought about every once in a while it might be fun to have a kind of a a regular guest hey guess who's back that's back i mean he's one of those guys that could just ever so often come in and go let's just dive deep into this thing man yeah he's a good yeah he should have wrote my book like i should just like take my name off and put his name on it let him fix it up and make it better
0: that's what that's what you know what What's but you know what what's that he didn't yeah, he no. didn't right so.
1: uh, don't forget our our sponsors uh, don't forget YM360 those guys are awesome longer haul uh, for your promo code there and also big shout out to the student ministry folks at the Georgia Baptist Mission Board you can find them at the student ministry dot com great people indeed
0: show notes are over at thelongerhall.com slash episode 081 if you haven't already subscribed to the show please do that and be sure to jump in and join the super secret longer hall Facebook group we're having a blast in there it's good times a lot of giveaways we got some giveaways we still have to do it in there by the way yeah man so anyway I think uh, that'll do it for today right that is it take care right. we'll see you guys in the next episode
1: peace out Thanks for listening to The Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.